When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're about to cross live, Roach, to Port Lincoln, across a couple of golf. Good. Prior to their scratch match, the Adelaide Crows, mm. to dual premiership captain Mark Bickley, the star of the Brecky Show, along with Jared Walsh here on SEN. Hello, Bix. Good afternoon, Kim. Michelangelo, how are Hello, you? Mark. How was the flight over, or did you have to paddle? <laughs> no, no, we're all good. We got the flight over. It was, uh, it was relatively calm, which was nice, and um, perfect weather conditions here. It's about, I reckon, 28, 29 degrees. A little bit of breeze, but, but nothing that's going to affect the, the play too much. Oh, so perfect. Uh, almost perfect. Oh, perfect. beautiful. Now, Bix, let's give you a plug as well. Uh, you'll be calling the game over there for the Crows, so people will be able to see the game online, live. Yeah, yeah. So it's being live streamed. It'll start at four thirty. I'm not sure about calling, Kimbo. That's your domain. Oh, We're right. just really talking over the pitches. Uh, oh. Myself and Ebony Marinoff will be uh, just musing over uh, how the players are going and maybe some positional moves and uh, you know things like that. But mm. most important thing, you'll be able to have a look and see who's impressing and uh, and how the teams are going. I reckon you should have a crack at calling, Big. Some of your dad gags would be beautiful. I reckon. I look forward to that. <laughs> well, how can it be? You know, it's a couple of old. Hey, Mark, you've lived the summers of pre-season games. So give us a perspective on what this one really means. What, what should we be the key takeouts by the end of it? Yeah, look, it, I, I think um, pre-season matches, particularly internal trials, are um, mean different things to, to different people. Mm. So, you know, players like Matt Crouch and Taylor Walker, you know, they, they really just want to get their hands in the footy, have yep. some nice touches, but they're not sort of breaking their, their back to, you know, to, to run themselves into the ground. Mm. Um, and, you know, but for younger players who have maybe just arrived a couple of months ago, they, they're keen to impress and, and they're looking to uh, cap, capture the eye of the of the coach. They're, they're keen to test themselves against some of the better players, you know, like, um, you know, blokes like uh, Edwards and, and Ryan and those type of guys, they want to play on a, a fully-fledged mm. AFL player and, and maybe win a couple of contests and, and show the coaching staff that, um, you know, they can they can do some nice things and, and uh, maybe sort of start to put himself into the frame if, you know, some injuries happen early in the season. Well, you missed out on the big name. That's uh, Dan Curtin. Have you seen the sides yet? And is it the probables against the unlikelies? Have they got one side probables that's Probables against unlikelies. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, possibles, looking, I think. I'm looking at oh, the what is it? The possibles. Possibles. Well, possible. Unlikelies, Kim. Well, un- well they will. <laughs> when they the do the probables, the others are unlikely to be getting a no, game, No, they're Rich. possibles. Well, you're being kind to them. I reckon they got stuff all chance. Well, he's harsh, isn't he, Mark? <laughs> yeah, how harsh is this guy, Kim Dillon? All right, I may have phrased yeah. it incorrectly. Well, I can tell you that um, James Borlase and, and um, Josh Worrell are in the uh, the probables. 
So there's, oh. uh, along with Mark Keane, so there's the three key defenders, which means that Dan Curtin is in the possibles, if you want to call them that, along oh. with uh, Elliot Himmelberg and, and also Luke Nankervis. Um, some other players that are going to play... Just, in the... just hold on to that one. Is that them balancing that out rather than going for best v next best? Yeah, they're trying to make it even, yeah. you think? Or is yeah, it you reckon that plays oh, when you look like at it? Because that's, that's a key area now we've got to discuss about Adelaide, how their defence is going to be this year. So what are the, what are they doing there? Look, I think it's, you know, like, I would think Keane, you know, you talk about Keane, Worrell and Borlase. Well, mm. Borlase is, is, I think he's about 193 centimetres, mm. so he's not a super tall player. You compare him to Dan Curtin, who is 197, you know. Yeah. So Curtin does have the ability to play on the big giants, whereas you wouldn't think Borlase is able to do that. Mm. Josh Worrell's a bit taller. He's probably 194, 195. So, and, and probably, I think, probably moves uh, a little bit, better than, than James Borlase as well, a bit mm. more agile. Um, and, and I think we saw him uh, late last year, really courageous in the air world. He impressed me a couple of times, mm. particularly the game against Melbourne at the MCG. He was, was very good in that game. So I think, um, you know, you think about Duday not there, uh, Jordan Butts out with a hamstring, uh, and, and Nick Murray. So they're down a couple of, you know, probably three players that, yes. that arguably last year were there first choice defenders. So they've had to improvise a little bit, which is what they're doing with Worrell and Borlase. And, and I think it's probably, with Kurt, that you probably don't want to put a whole lot of pressure on him early on. He's your, you know, he's your highly ranked sort of draft pick, but you know, there's no rush. I'm guessing they probably want to have a look at him. If he's playing in the probables, it means that Curtin's going to pick up someone, you know, like a Philthorpe or a Walker. Uh, it looks like uh, Burgess is going to play in the forward line for the okay. for the Crows in, in the uh, the Probables as well. So he'll get one of those oh. three players. So that's going to be a handful uh, for a young bloke. And they'll just get, have a look at him and see how he goes. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Mark Keane does. I think he's going to have a breakout year. He was good last year. He's had his first real pre-season. Hey, just the last one on defence. We, we know there's a lack of experience there. We were hearing that Sloan would possibly go into defence this year to bolster that experience. Do you think there's anything else that they can do there or you just live with the fact they have a young defence and you rely on Miller, Brody Smith and... Um, yeah, probably that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, maybe Hinge. Hinge is sort of mid twenties now and yep. been around footy clubs for a fair bit. Look, I think so. I, I, you know, like Rory Sloan, I think will probably it could spend some time across half back. Uh, I think he's going to spend some time on the wing. Mm. Interesting, like last year, the 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 method they used with Sloan played uh, pretty much only did one rotation per quarter in the first half. So played very you know limited game time in the first half and then when the, the speed had gone out of the game, mm. then went to the midfield in the second half and, and, um, and played much more. But even when he played more the second half, his, still, his total game time was only about 60% of the time. So they did sort of nurse him a little bit last year. I'm not sure they've got that the sort of luxury to be able to do that. I know that um, Rankin and Rochelle uh, and Pedler, I know the club are keen to get all those blokes through the midfield. And, and I think they have to. They have to... They have to have some uh, some burst speed out of the midfield, and particularly around centre bounce, where that's so dangerous. You just feel like that that's what they need to add because if you just if you're going to go with Sloan, Matt Crouch, Rory Laird, and Jordan Dawson, there's, there's no real speed there. They're all probably one pace. If that's hopefully that's yeah. not being too unkind, no, but, but yeah. you, you need some agility uh, through that group, and I think that's what they'll try and introduce. So I think Sloan will be a bit of a miss to fix it. I think he might uh, spend a bit of time as the sub as well as a someone who's pretty mature and can handle 
you know, staying calm, sitting on the bench maybe for two and a half or three quarters and then coming on and making an impact. Yeah, it's a little more crowded in the midfield now, as you mentioned. You talk about uh, Crouch being there and Sloan being there as well. You've got to remember, 17 of those weeks, Crouch wasn't there. Hey, uh, a lot of publicity and talk about Riley Philthorpe. He's had his best pre-season, no niggles. What are your expectations? Yeah, look, I'm not sure um, whether the club has sort of decided where he's going to play long-term. I had this discussion with um, Dwayne uh, earlier today about whether he's... Uh, are the club sort of grooming him to be the next Taylor Walker? Is he going to be like Tom Lynch and, and the King brothers where he's going to be, you know, that six-foot, seven or eight uh, full forward who's going to clunk big contested marks? Or is he going to be more like a Luke Jackson who's going to play maybe 20% game time in the ruck, goes forward, maybe kicks, you know, hopefully 40 to 50 goals a season. So uh, I think at this stage, he's probably more the latter, which is going to be that ruckman come forward, as opposed to just the pure key forward. And I think that's a, that's a smart move because he's, he is very um, uh, very good athletically. So when he, he can cover the ground, you know, when he gets up and around the field, and if he can get some touches, you know, as a ruckman, which is a bit easier in the back half of the ground than it is being a key forward, then I think that, that'll do wonders for his confidence. And, um, you know, there were some games last year where he had five or six touches for the match as a, just as a forward, and that's, that's hard work. And you can get a bit down on yourself if you're not getting a whole lot of footy and you're not hitting the scoreboard. So I just feel like it might free him up a bit if he spends more game time up the ground. And then the other thing that that does with Riley O'Brien is, is if Adelaide are good enough to make the finals, and I think Port saw this a bit last year, they, they just their rucks were a bit banged up. And if Riley O'Brien's doing 90% sort of game time for 24 rounds, you know, often uh, you get to the finals and the Ruckman are really sore and, and yes. really tired. So you want to keep a little bit in his tank as well. Mark, what's the format for this internal trial? I haven't quite figured it out. I know there's going to be four quarters, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure whether it's just a flat 25 or whether there'll be a bit of time on. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. Our plane's taking off uh, not that all that long oh, after the game finishes, okay. so I hope it doesn't go too long. Um, if I'm not back at work uh, next week, you'll know I'm still in Port Lincoln. But, uh, look, I think it's pretty low-key. Yeah, just to give you a bit of an indication, um, a number of the players were up early this morning, went out, did some school visits. Yeah. Uh, the, the ground's about five or 600-metre walk from where the hotel they're staying, the Port Lincoln Hotel. So the players just made their way down, just walked down in their own time. So it's a fairly relaxed atmosphere, as often is the case when it's an internal trial and, and, you know, you're sort of part of this community camp that there have been over the last couple of days. Hey, Bix, always good to chat to you. We're pleased to announce. uh, Sadly, we all know that we lost the late and great Matty Rendell last year, but we're pleased to announce, Bix, that you'll be uh, filling in on uh, Wednesdays. We'll be having a good old chin wag, whether it be Sandfall, AFL, or any stupid topic we think of. Uh, We really appreciate (laughs) you doing that. And uh, I know you've got coaching commitments. David Wildey will be doing the first seven weeks, up to about round four, and then you'll be joining us. So we appreciate that. And uh, we love listening to you on the Brecky Show. You're Walshie. Mark, you said earlier... Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. You said earlier, if the Crows are to make finals, finish off that sentence. If they're to make finals, what do they have to get right this year? I think they probably just have to, to lighten the load on a few people. Um, Taylor walked 75 goals last year. Mm-hmm. I think if he kicked 55, 
and Fogarty kicked 50 and Rankin kicked 45 and still thought kick 40, I reckon. 45 well. from Rankin, 45. And you want him in the midfield well, as well. He four games last year and kicked 36. Yeah, so but you, I don't you got him in the midfield sure. rotation? Well, I think he'll spend a bit of time in the centre bounce. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be pure midfield sort of, you know, for 10 minutes at a time. Um, so I think, you know, think of Dustin Martin, Shea Bolton, that, that type of mm. start in the middle, maybe drift forward, maybe lose your man and all that sort of, uh, you know, during play. I think that's that's where he's going to be, sort of a front-half midfielder. You know, Shane Edwards, I think, would be interesting. Like, he's got great intel yeah. from Richmond during sort of that period where Dustin Martin was doing it so well. So I wonder whether they might have picked his brain a bit. So, But that's what, that's what the front half looks like. Um, and I think the other thing that they've got to do, like last year, I think Adelaide were the highest-scoring team and yet missed the eight. So that says to me that they probably need to do something around their defence. Mm. Now, that's not the back six, but it's as a, as a team, yeah. if you're kicking the most goals uh, and you're not making the eight, it means you've conceded a fair few over the journey. So they'd be yeah. looking to sort of tighten up that area as well. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Bex, we know you've got to prepare for the game. Well, I think you should have a crack at commentating. We'll play the opening <laughs> line. I can give it to you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Mallee Park. You can smell the tuna in the air. All right. No, we're not quite at Mallee Park. We're at uh, Centenary Oval, but close, Kimbo. I, I like it. The only reason I won't do it is because I'd be embarrassing, and then you would have one thing over me. You're a great caller, and I'd clearly be a very poor caller. <laughs> Love your work, Bix. And I hate it when you've got things over me, Kimbo. Well, I tell you what we got over you. The bloody mess you keep leaving in the studio, uh, Bix. The honeymoon's oh, over. All right, take your rubbish <laughs> out and put it in the bin. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Dad. Been told. <laughs> he took, took that well, I got that in right at the end of the interview. Uh, good on you, Bix. Mark Bickley there. He's one of the good guys of the footy world.